Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, John Shookman, and I am so thankful to have you with me for today's episode. A huge thank you to Jennifer Harshman and Harshman Services for sponsoring today's podcast episode. Jennifer and the team at Harshman Services do an amazing job of helping businesses grow and become more successful and organized by using blog posts, search engine optimization, and email marketing to reach your clients. I'm so thankful for how Jennifer and her team have helped me become more successful in my business. And if you're a realtor out there, I know that you can often get stressed and want to work smarter, not harder. You need something that you can set and forget about. So check out what Jennifer has built at RealtorEmails.com. She has an amazing offer and affordable tools to help you become more successful in your business. I'm so thankful for the team at Harshman Services for being a part of helping my business and for sponsoring the podcast. Let's jump into today's episode. On today's episode, I want to talk to you guys about avoiding the red flags in your business. Guys, I wish I would have known this lesson two or three years ago as I started my real estate career. I have often worked with clients that were not my avatar or were not a great fit for me. I have often done certain things in my real estate business, you know, bought things for the business, invested in things for the business when I shouldn't have done that. And I should have avoided those red flags. You know, I'd have people that would want to sell me this or that CRM or product or service. And I often thought, well, you know, this isn't a great fit. This, you know, scares me away. This scares me away. But I would do it anyway. And I wish I would have known and learned then to avoid the red flags. <laughs> it would have saved me a lot of time, energy, money, and heartache. <laughs> but I just didn't know. And as I've grown in my real estate business and career, avoiding the red flags is definitely something that I've tried to grow in and get better at. I don't want to work with people that are not my ideal client. I don't want to work with people that are going to be problem childs or, you know, like we've talked about, like that high drama client. And there's just certain things that I've done that I said to myself, you know what, this is just not gonna be a good fit. You know, clients, like I said, on previous episodes, clients that are always going to be dramatic, or I'm never going to be able to make them happy, no matter what, they're always going to be upset. I'm never going to be able to do the right thing. I'm not interested in that. I could literally hand those kinds of people a house on a silver platter and they would complain about the paint color or the carpet even though they were given a free house. And so obviously that's kind of a silly example, but I've learned more and more to just avoid the red flags in my business. It happens when I coach as well. It happens with clients. It happens all the time. And so as I've grown, the better I have gotten at avoiding the red flags, the more successful I have become. I still remember a potential realtor sitting down months and months ago with myself and my team leader and our office manager, and they wanted to become a realtor and they had gotten licensed and they wanted to work for us. And something just did not seem right. Like there was something about it that just seemed off. It seemed like they were almost too eager and too anxious to join the team. You know, before we even got together, or I think we got together once and then they wanted to do a follow-up meeting and they were texting like so excited. Like we would say, oh, we'll meet you Tuesday at 3 p.m. And they responded within like one minute, like can't wait. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. Like almost too eager to the point where it did not feel right. And I said, you know, I really want to avoid the red flags. I don't think this is a good situation. We probably should avoid this situation. And this person said to me, you know, they wanted to do this, they wanted to do that, they had so many things they wanted to do in real estate and so many things that they wanted to do and how they were going to grow their business and do this. And I remember getting to a point, and I even released a podcast episode about this, 
you know, because I was trying to coach this person and say, well, if you want to be successful, you have to do this, you have to do that, you have to do this. And they argued with me and argued with me and tried to say like, oh, no, I don't need to do that. Oh, no, this isn't an issue. This, you know, you think it's an issue, but it's not. And so I remember getting to the point where I said to the person, I can't want this more than you. And it was like dead silence for about 15 seconds. And then it was like that light bulb moment for them. But I realized in that moment, I am not going to do this. There's too many red flags. The person had excuse after excuse for why they couldn't do this, why they couldn't keep a job. Now, I'm not a complete jerk. I understand that some people are not good at W-2 jobs, right? I've talked about that. And I'm going to be even talking, you know, coming up in March about my story and more about that. And there's a reason I'll never work a W-2 job again. It's because I'm not a great employee. That's why I'm self-employed. I like being the boss and doing my own thing. That's why I work for myself. But I also had to learn to avoid these red flags with people, you know, joining our team, coaching, etc. And so I remember the person leaving that meeting so sad and so depressed and saying like, well, I'm going to fix this, this, and this, and then I want to join your team. And you're the only team I want to be on. You're the only people I want to partner with in the real estate business. There's no one else for me out there. And we said, okay, you know, go fix these things and come back to us. And they joined another team 48 hours later. And so I remember saying, yep, I knew it. Too many red flags, too many excuses. And that realtor is not having success. They haven't sold a darn thing. (laughs) And so it was a red flag for me and for us. And it would have been such a bad situation because I would have been putting so much time and effort into trying to coach this person, all for them to continue making excuses. And so I'm so glad we kind of dodged a bullet on that one. And I think the more you can learn to avoid the red flags, the more successful you can become. That person would have held me back from helping the rest of our team grow and from growing myself and from increasing, you know, my sales and revenue and all that. I recently was talking about this same concept with a friend of mine. This person and their spouse, they run an Airbnb. You know, they have a few here in the area and they were talking about someone wanting to rent the Airbnb for them. You know, and when they got the, you know, request to book There were all these red flags that came up, you know, about what the person was trying to do, the party they wanted to throw, et cetera, but they wanted the business. It was going to be a couple weeks of their Airbnb being rented out, and that would have been really, really good money, right? It's nice to not have your unit empty, and, you know, especially for a couple weeks, that's a couple thousand bucks, and so they rented it out. They basically did it, and I don't know all the details. But they rented it out, even though there were so many red flags in the messages about the booking, but they took it anyway. And, you know, basically, the Airbnb client destroyed the unit, trashed it, stuff everywhere, marks on the wall, etc. So they knew it would be a bad fit. They knew that there were red flags, even as the person, you know, was booking it, and they still allowed it. And so what they said to me was that, we should have known that this was a bad situation. We knew it was a bad situation. We knew we should have avoided it. But kind of the money and that couple weeks of income kind of blinded them to the situation. And they said they should have avoided the red flags. And then they were really upset that they didn't. And so it's an area where many people where they, you know, grew from this, where they grew and as they discussed it with me, Now they know, hey, we're going to avoid the red flags in the future in our real estate business and in our Airbnbs. But there's so many different opportunities for us as realtors. I could talk about dozens, if not hundreds of different people and opportunities that I don't jump at. 
I don't want to have that shiny ball syndrome where I just jump at every single opportunity and jump at the first thing that I see. Because when I do that, I don't have the time to really analyze that situation and say, is this a good fit for me? Is this something that aligns with my missions and values and what I believe in? And so that's why I don't jump at every opportunity and things like that. I really don't because whether it's the real estate business, the podcast, coaching, et cetera, I don't want to just go for the first opportunity. I want to go after the best opportunities. I don't want to jump at the first things that, you know, hit me. I want to avoid the red flags. And so I really want to take every opportunity that comes in, process and pray about it and take some time, right? Not just jump at it and just kind of make plans based on, you know, hey, make a plus delta chart. What's the good about this opportunity? What's the negative about that? Okay, well, if the negative far outweighs the positives or there's red flags, I'm not going to take that opportunity. You know, even as the podcast continues to grow, there's been multiple people that have really reached out to me and talked about advertising on the podcast or doing stuff like that. But I had that happening for months and did not just take the first advertising opportunity that came my way. You know, I wasn't just going to take anything where someone was going to pay me. I wanted to make sure that it aligned with my mission, my values, what I believe in. And partnering with somebody that does things for realtors makes a lot more sense to me than just chasing after the highest dollar for something that doesn't align with what I believe in or doesn't align with, you know, my mission and values. And so I'm not just going to take the first opportunity. I want to avoid the red flags and I want to go after the best opportunities. The more I've done this and the better I have gotten at avoiding red flags, I have had much more success. I'm not just going to jump at something because they're going to pay me. I don't just jump at everything. I want to really think about those opportunities and choose the best opportunity, not just any opportunity. I want to go after the things that really work and, you know, vibe with what I'm doing. And I want to avoid the red flags. And so if you can avoid the red flags in your real estate business, you will have much more success. I've definitely learned this through some tough situations that I have to work very hard to avoid those red flags. So I hope that this helps you guys and you can think about this in your real estate business and think about the red flags that you need to be avoiding and running away from. So thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you on our next episode. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much and we will see you on the next episode.